Hi guys, so how you carry yourself as a woman or even as a man, how you carry yourself is not just about what you put on your body, the clothes you wear and you know how clean you how clean cut you are and how how you keep yourself up on the outside. That is not, you know, how that is not determine um that's only one aspect of how a person can carry themselves um or how a person presents themselves. So I just I just want to stress this because sometimes we think that we carry ourselves well and we're a real woman. I'm a real woman. I'm a good woman because of how I carry myself. And when we say that and a guy approaches you and says, I like how you carry yourself. Sometimes they're talking about, you know, the outer appearance and how well kept you are on the outside. But I don't think people realize that if you can make one decision, you can make one decision that is out of alignment with God's principles and precepts. You can make one decision or multiple decisions, you know, that don't that are degrading and demeaning and it can cause someone to disrespect you. It can it can breed disrespect. It can breed it, the consequence of that choice of you carrying yourself and making that choice in that manner can bring about um, people disrespecting you and dishonoring you. It can bring about your children rebelling against you. And sometimes we don't look at how we carry ourselves being the character that we have as women, as mothers, as people. How you carry yourself is not just about how you look, you know, the, what kind of car you drive, how many degrees you have, what, what career you're in. That has nothing to do with it. I mean, very little to do with it. It's not about what you put on your body, but it's about what's in your heart. It's about your character. It's about do you know how to conduct yourself? It's about do you know how to get angry and not sin? It's about are you out here really acting like a maniac? You know, are you out here controlling? Are you out here delusional? Are you out here deranged? Are you out here? Are you out here dysfunctional? Are you out here with no character, no standards, no morals, no integrity? No relationship with God. I think we 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 got to like really understand that what God God don't look at the outer appearance. He never has. He always looks at the heart. Always, always, always. And when God calls people, he always looks at the heart. And I think that it, and he, and the word tells us that we, as women, we're not supposed to try to make ourselves beautiful by how we wear our hair, by the jewelry we wear, by the clothes we wear. We are supposed to make our, we supposed to, um, the way that the women of old shown their beauty was through humility and how they, how, how submissive they were to their husbands and how they honored their husbands. And for having quiet strength, that's what the words say, quiet strength. But we got, we live in the, we live in a society of alpha female where everybody wants to be an alpha female. Everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? All of the women want to be loudly heard and we want to take the position of the man and we don't want nobody to have any type of authority over us. That is rebellion. If you are a woman and you talking about, you can't, can't no man. Now, it's not about control. Shouldn't nobody be able to control you because 
God doesn't even control you. I'm not talking about control. Now, you in a situation where you're being controlled, manipulated, that's abuse. I'm talking about where we cannot allow a man to be a man and be the priest of his home and be the head of his house. And we submit to the authority of our husbands. I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. You out of order. If I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about husband, wife. If you got it set up in your mind that I'm setting my ways and I'm going to do things this way, that way, and that's it. I'm not conforming. I'm not submitting. I'm going to run this house. You are out of order. Even if you are a single woman, if you are a single woman like me, married to Christ, and you living in a house with just you and your child or just you, you still submit to somebody. You still submit to Jesus. He still, you still have to submit to something, not something, someone. You still have to submit to his standard, his priestlyhood over your home. It's for, it's like a a movement of rebellion, like feminism, rebellion, like all that's rebellion. If you waiting until if you are a woman right now listening to this and you saying, well, when my husband come, that's when I'll submit. Or when he do this, that's when I'll submit. Or when he do that, that's when I'll submit. No, you can't wait. You got let me tell you something. If a man is looking at you and considering you and wanting to court you and you are you don't want to submit and you barely can submit you can't even submit in small things you can't even be have quiet strength you got to be boastful you got to be loud you got to be obnoxious you got to let him know how strong you are how independent you are that is a turn off for a real man of god that's a turn off don't nobody want no nobody want no woman that can't submit that don't that don't don't that don't want to um respect the man's position in place as head or as as the lead it's gonna be like i don't even want to talk i don't even want to talk to you like i'm wasting my time you can't even submit in in simple things you can't even submit in perspective your perspective ain't even right why would i marry this and then let didn't have bigger problems later on why would I continue then have bigger problems later on? And so I think it's just, we just have to really, and, and another thing too, like, I think sometimes um, how we present ourselves before our kids, we have to really pay attention to the choices and decisions that we make in front of our kids. Like, pay attention to that. Don't just think that I'm making these choices. I'm grown. I could do what I want to do. I'm the parent. And then not not respect the fact that your children are watching you, especially if they're old enough and they understand certain things that can bring up. And you wonder why they're rebelling. You wonder why they just doing whatever they want to do. You wonder why they they can hardly even respect you, because look, at if, if your children are rebelling against you, I'm not saying it's right. And I'm not saying it's it's always the parents fault. Sometimes there's a spirit of rebellion present. Sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a generational curse of rebellion. Sometimes you just got to teach them how to honor that. You got to let them ask God for to give them the revelation to honor their mother and father that things may be well with them. But sometimes our kids will see certain choices that we make and it'll cause them to, it'll, it'll cause them to lose respect for us. 
And it should, I mean, the child should always honor their mother and father. That's, that's, that's just what it is. The word says that it didn't say if your mom and your dad was making the right choices or not. It just said, boom, honor your mother and father. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So I'm not making excuses for your child disrespecting you, but we got to take accountability and say, maybe I play a part in why my child feels this way about me. Right. And certain choices that you make bring about generational curses, certain choices that you make open up the doorway for the enemy to come in and have access to your children. If you are the parent, you have spiritual authority over that child, especially when they're not able to make decisions for themselves like that. You are opening up doors when you sin, when you live a life of iniquity, you're opening up doors to your children like fornication. You think fornication is just fornication, but you really opening up doors for your children. We think that we just we just we the only ones that's going to be affected by our choices. No, if you are a spiritual authority over your kids, guess what's going to happen? The enemy may not even come in and, and, and mess up your life. The, the enemy may just come in and mess up your kid's life. Then your kid got all these behavior issues, stuff going on with them. Look at your choices. If this is happening in your children and your children are small or maybe they're, 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 you know, maybe they're, they're teenagers and you're like, what happened? I don't even know what happened. What happened to them? They had a good, I, I raised them as best as I could. I protected them. What happened? It could have been some choices you made. It could have been some doors you opened up. And the enemy came on in and, and, and did some things in your children's lives. You're not just you're not just living for you. Like you're not just here making choices and they don't have consequences. We have to understand that every choice that we make is a consequence. Well, there's a consequence. Amen.